So it's Saturday. Welcome, welcome. Episode 8. The Big 8. That means we've been doing this for 8 weeks, 2 months. Fucking flew by. I gotta tell you, I am angry and I feel like poop. Excuse me. I got a sore throat. It's unbelievable. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't have tonsils. I got them out when I was like 13. But I feel like I have tonsils now. My throat's closing up on my alcoholic speak. And this is not a fake voice. Well, it kind of is fake because I'm embellishing a little bit. But it hurts, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Now, I mean, ugh. <coughs> I, need, I need a co-host. Hey! Where's Gemma? Gemma! Make me some soup. Ugh. Today we're going to talk about... Well, what do you think? Pearl Harbor, buddy! December 7th! A date which will live in infamy! Yeah, stay tuned. Gemma will be joining us shortly. Alright. Listen to some of this funny crap that I play you now. Because it's hilarious. That's why. Let's see if you can listen to more than more than two minutes with your short attention span. <laughs> we'll be back. Bye. Constipation can be a problem for anyone, even doctors. And when constipation occurs, it's interesting to see just what doctors consider important about a laxative they might use or recommend. Well, a majority of the doctors we heard from had this to say. A laxative should be effective, gentle, close to natural acting. A medicine that can be used with complete confidence. Now, X-Lax has been popular with many doctors and millions of people over the years because chocolated X-Lax is effective. Overnight, it helps you toward your normal regularity. X-Lax is so gentle, so close to natural acting, there's no upset. That's why many doctors and millions of people use X-Lax with complete confidence. X-Lax, the laxative that helps you toward your normal regularity, gently overnight you know there's been a ton of comedians that inspired me um, that humor was my saving grace my medicine if you will um, one of them being Richard Pryor so let's listen to about three bits from Richard Pryor back in 1976 um I was 13, and uh, he was a screen man. Him, George Carlin, host of others. Um, but Richard Pryor was the man. It was, it was great breaking down the barriers, man. So, God bless Richard Pryor. He's no longer with us, but we could still hear his recordings, his records, his MP3s, man. And he will live on. So enjoy.
ladies and gentlemen, Richard Pryor. What's the matter with my leg? My dick hard. <laughs> Sound like a white boy asked that question. No. What's, what's wrong with your line? Golly! <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, this country's a goddamn good place to live in. <laughs> Fucking A, better believe it, buddy. America's my own, I don't give a fuck, you love it or leave it, goddamn it. My fucking forefathers, we come over to this fucking place, I'll tell you what, wasn't shit here. Goddamn bunch of Indian hooping hard, making fucking noise all over, buffalo shit laying around. Clean this goddamn place up. Made it what it is today. You better fucking A believe it. He'll believe fuck good now. Now come on. Let's fess up. Hillbillies, they make noise when they fuck right. Hot damn! Here it comes! Hang on! Yeah! It really is a difference between white women and black women. And I've dated both. Yes, I have. <laughs> Black women get on you right. What? Yeah, see, already done. Right on. Ain't gonna give me no pussy, but right on. Right on, motherfucker. Beg me. I'd rather you not have no pussy. You gotta fuck a white one. Now, fuck you. I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> but white women take more shit. Like, you be at home, you know, and shit. You get ready to go out, and you say, I'm going out, baby. Take it easy. Okay. To look. Right. You say that to a black woman, the bitch start dressing too. <laughs> yeah, nigga, me too. Shit, what the fuck? That you the lion, motherfucker? You think you gonna have it on me? And they get that head to move. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, you right. Yeah, just try to do something to me. <laughs> Bitch, I'll knock you down. Where we gonna be some fight, motherfucker? <laughs> and you talk about kicking a black woman ass, they different. They don't play that shit to me. Yeah, motherfucker, where to be some ass kicking. Yeah, but your mama gonna know about it, nigga. Hey. 
white women fight like, oh, please. Black women jump, yeah, motherfucker, come on. Yeah. And may knock you out. White women, they freak you too. White women suck your dick right away. Black women, you have to beg them for months to get some head. Man. You be begging two and three months, say, baby, how about tonight? But you promise, you say, if I wait two months, fuck how, I'll just try it. Shit. Don't matter, just don't bite. White women, give it up so sweet. You know, they, they give it up so sweet. No, 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 no. You know, you suck on their pussy and shit, they lick their fingers and shit. Yeah. Good. Black women, you be sucking their pussy and say, wait, nigga, it was shit. Yeah. A little more to the left, motherfucker. <laughs> you gonna suck the motherfucker, get down. don't come they say it's all right I'll just lay here and use a vibrator <laughs> black women talk about your ass <laughs> well, nigga that's some side dick <laughs> well, is that it <laughs> no you got to grind in my pussy <laughs> oh nigga fuck me shit <laughs> oh, put my legs down motherfucker <laughs> you said pussy not stomach <laughs> Cause niggas try to hurt a pussy boy. <laughs> niggas act like pussy is the last thing they ever gonna get. When they be fucking your motherfucker. I went to the Chinese restaurant in New York and the bitch I was with said there was hair in her food. You know, I said, where's the hair, baby? She said, right here. I said, well, fuck it, we ain't gonna pay for that shit. Hey, man, come here, man, some hair in the food. I don't have a food. <laughs> I said, no, motherfucker, there's some hair in the food. I don't say I don't have. I said, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, there's some hair. What <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Take this shit out the way. And the bitch talking about, oh, it's all right. Shut up, bitch. If it was all right, why didn't you eat the shit? I said, I ain't paying for shit. Come on, let's get the fuck out of here. And we was leaving. The motherfucker grabbed me. But he didn't grab me like motherfuckers grab you because we'd have been fighting all night. They know that karate and shit. <laughs> That's how much was that? <laughs> Gave the motherfucker a tip and everything else. Because <laughs> I heard bones and shit snapping. Starts at seven, so you get there and make coffee. You know, you're only drinking you know, two and three cups, you're throwing a whole pot of coffee away every day.
Night Podcast will continue momentarily. Relax and listen. Fuck off! Hi, Charlie. What you watching? Ballet. Oh, how is it? Too soon to tell. So far, it's been nothing but dancing. But I'll watch it anyway. To show Starkist my good taste. But surely, Starkist don't want tunas with good taste. Starkist wants tunas that taste good. Hey, that's for me. Sorry, Charlie. Only good tasting tuna get to be Starkist. Good tasting 100% prime fillet. This is good tasting tuna. Get Starkist tuna. Note the name. Starkist. That's crazy. Hey, we're back. Oh, we're back. We're back for real. New, new... New, what is this, eighth? New this guy. is our eighth one? Yes, this is our eighth segment, our eighth uh, episode. Yes. Nino. <clears throat> Pearl Harbor. Can you do a Pearl Harbor search? I'd like to hear what Google says about it. <laughs> this will be funny. I think Google's on speed today. What do you hear, Google? Okay, Google, give us some history on Pearl Harbor. Or not. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Google, give us some history on Pearl Harbor. Oh, she doesn't want to read it to us. You know what? That's why you don't have a name like Siri. You're just Google. Because you're an idiot. <laughs> oh my gosh, relax. It's a comedy show. I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, and you're scaring busting, people. Well, busting my eardrum. I don't oh. care if you scare people. You were like right here. Sorry. Well, I don't have to be. You don't have to be that close to my ear, and I feel like you just did. Trust I me. I apologize. I have very big lung capacity. Yes, you have very big lungs. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Bleep bleep. Sorry. Come on now. Do it. Do it. I'm rebooting. Oh, for God's sake. Really? Anyway, Pearl Harbor, buddy. Yeah. The first sneak attack on the United States. And last. And last. Military. Military yeah. attack. Yeah. So, I don't know. In the modern century, I want to say. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Okay, Google. History on Pearl Harbor. It only worked one time. Pearl Harbor history. We're trying to do this because we did it last time and it worked right away. And my Google sounds like it's on speed. I think it's the way it. To Google, you know what? Bring me up to Wikipedia. I'll just do it myself. Okay, Google. Wikipedia's definition of Pearl Harbor. According to Wikipedia, Pearl Harbor is a lagoon harbor on the island of Oahu, Hawaii, west of Honolulu. Yeah, we know where it is. But anyway, did you see how fast she's talking? It's, it's, it's amazing. And if you use my phone, it won't talk that fast, so I don't get it. It's my settings, smarty pants. Oh, you, you can have that set to read fast like that? It reads fast because I have it set to recognize when I'm talking fast and doing speech to text because I talk really fast. So it's set to catch. Yeah. 
and then I think it translates over to Google Reading as well. Can you ask it about Pearl Harbor history? Okay, Google history of Pearl Harbor. It's not. It doesn't read history. Okay, Google, what happened at Pearl Harbor on the seventh of December? Here's what I found on the web. <laughs> no, Wikipedia. Goddamn bitch. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. I don't need it. I don't need it. We'll just talk, man. Oh I don't gosh. need it. <laughs> Wikipedia's description of what happened sep December 7th. <laughs> Forget it. According to Wikipedia, on the 16th of January, Wikipedia co-founder Jimmy Wales announced <laughs> that the English Wikipedia would shut down for 24 hours on the 18th of January as part of a protest called public attack. <laughs> 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 Never. Can I ask it? Okay, fine. Because you're a little Miss Fumblefutz. Push the mic. You do it. Push the mic for me. History of Pearl Harbor from Wikipedia. She's not going to talk to me. Pearl Harbor, what is it? Here's a summary from Wikipedia. The attack on Pearl Harbor was a surprise preemptive military strike by the Imperial Japanese Navy Air Service upon the United States against the naval base at Pearl Harbor. What did she just say? <laughs> Imperial Japanese. <laughs> All right, finally, we got it. Oh, my God. We wasted four minutes of people's time. <clears throat> they're probably, oh, man, they're all probably at home being like, what? I'm changing this shit. I can't stand it. Maybe because of you. I'm awesome. Oh, I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot. Shall we roll down the and window? And I don't mean, you know what? No, that's okay. Stuck in our studios high atop. BBC. We're into BBC studios high atop. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. It goes further. Doesn't it? No. Oh. <laughs> it's just pretend. Uh oh. Yeah. Sorry. She's talking about my shirt. I have a, a new zippered shirt that she gave me. And I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Anyway, yeah. Why we I spend so much time for her to find that? I just thought it... I didn't even know it was in her settings. And I thought, man, she's talking really fast. Like, I can understand her, but... Some people may not be able to perceive that like that, you know? Uh, <laughs> and it's in your settings. Mm -hmm. See what I put up with? Alright, we're going to try to fill our heads with some knowledge and something uh, so we can pontificate. Um, I got some exciting news I will share with you um, about podcasts. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I uh, I got a message from uh, Corey Castle. Um, Corey Castle is a wrestler and all-around actor, comedian, good dude, doing all the same stuff I like to do. Got his own podcast. He started a lot more years ago than I've started. So he's got like 150 plus 
in, in the tank, and most of them are almost an hour each, so, which we only do like a half an hour, um, but I don't know, it doesn't matter how it's done, um, uh, he contacted me and asked if we want to do a po- podcast swap, and I was so excited, I was like, yeah, brother, finally we get to meet, we've been in friends, uh, because we have a lot of mutual friends in the acting and comedic industry, and, you know, from Facebook, you know, and, uh, so, I will be on Evolve with Corey Castle's podcast, and, uh, I'll give you, de- I'll give you more details on our next podcast, it'll be just before I re- do it live with Corey, and then he's gonna do mine, so it's, it's cool, you know, help each other out, podcast world, there's... Because everybody in their brother's podcasting now, Jenna. Gemma. <laughs> so everybody in their brother is uh, doing podcasting, Gemma. Are they? Yeah. The thing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you're a needle in a haystack. You're a drop of water in, in an ocean. Unless you, like, started out when, like, everyone's like, ah, oh, that's not going to take off. That's... Yeah. That's a waste of time. Or if you just are really good and you market well and But I'm not doing this for the money. You know? Oh no. No, it's purely entertainment. You know me, I love to entertain people. Yeah, that's why you have to get on stage and you know Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> well it's no, a, it's kidding. a matter of sticking with it. Leave you alone. <laughs> See what I put up with? <laughs> oh please! I put up with way more. Oh, did we ever get a uh, vote on how nasty you were to me? Yeah, it was a hundred percent thumbs up that I was nasty to you. <laughs> <laughs> we got sixty-five votes. I think like sixty-three were thumbs up. Only two people were on my side. So, I think it was rigged. So is, it, is this your podcast or is this my no, podcast? No, from now on it's going to be Gemma. Gemma Jim Jam Podcast. Oh. With co-host Mark Markarian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew you were a gold mine as soon as I latched on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew there was a reason. Now it finally comes out. Yeah, I had this was all conspiracy yeah it's all a conspiracy to get money i'm i'm the golden goose that you stole (laughs) you stole me from my rightful owner (laughs) now we have a good time here and i'm gonna have a great time with uh cory castle it's cool to finally meet him man um i'm wondering if he'll uh you know, do a body slam on me if I asked him. <laughs> He'd probably kill you. I know, it would hurt. I mean, I slightly <laughs> body slam you and you cry, so. <laughs> you know what? You gotta stop. Stop what? T- tell him he's fibs. <laughs> Ow, that hurts, Gemma! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the guy's got a full blown out studio and his uh his crib and that that's great. I wanna see how he's got stuff hooked up and what the deal is. 
Um, that'll be fun. I have to get in touch with him. Because you got to be part of it. I mean, he... I, I got to be part of it? Well, he knows you're part of my show. Well, yeah. It's a no-brainer. I mean, if he had a co-host, it'd be both of them, too. For me. You know what I mean? But anyway, I, I will confirm. Make sure. Make sure you got an invite. <laughs> he makes fun of me because I have this thing called decorum. <laughs> Dick Horum. Yep. Wow. So I apparently have a co-host who's in fifth grade. Yeah, that's right. Potty humor. It's potty all night long. <laughs> and if anyone ever sees me and it looks like I have a big red handprint on my forehead, you know why. Why? Face palming. Oh. Yeah, because it wasn't from me. <laughs> oh, it is from you. Uh, there's a there's a kiss uh, yeah. for you. Face palm. Yeah. Face palm. What if Facebook was called Face Palm? <laughs> and just the pictures of everybody just slapping their forehead. You never see their eyes. It'd be a lot more safer. Anywho, besides that, I'm very excited about Wendingo, the Wendingo that's coming Oh, yes, you told me. When are you shooting? I don't know. Still don't know? Still don't know. We're getting closer. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Hopefully you'll have less angst. I just, you know, I have something to prove to myself and my co-workers on the job there. In that production because I was miserable when we did the uh, short for Grindsportation. I was in so much pain it was not even funny. It was so bad. And um, I just wasn't wasn't myself, man. You know? You know, which is funny. I should have I should have done the crying scene that Alexander wanted. But I, I couldn't muster the willpower to do it or something. I was in so much pain. But now that I think of it, now that I'm a little more mature and less pain-free, I could have used that. I could have used that pain to cry. What? Like, what the? Why didn't I think of that at the time? I don't know. I mean, you know? I. I personally, the closest I've gotten to acting was I did a play group when I was younger, and then, like, I went to Waldorf, um, which is, like, a alternative private school where you have, like, snack and lunch recess, oh my. and your whole class I didn't realize always... I was sitting with royalty. Anyway, as I was saying... Pardon me for being rude. You would do a play with your class at the end of the spring and end of the fall and then there was a winter one um mm. so we always did like greek and roman tragedies um myth 
mythical Shakespeare stories. Uh, Shakespeare was for the older classes, and I left in fourth at the end of fourth grade, or no, end of fifth grade. End of fifth grade. So I never got to do Shakespeare, and then I went to box. And I took acting as an elective, and I convinced my entire class I was pregnant. Okay, what was the point of this convo? Because I'm lost in space here! It's based off of you not using your motivation, and I'm trying to ah, say that I, that's all pain. my experience is. Right. I haven't really, like, but been But it seemed to turn into a biography of sorts. Well, some jackass kept on interrupting me, so I had to start over. Oh. Well, I once been been fr I've been friends with people. Let me stop with this stupid accent. I was a, a lot of friends with a lot of people who would do the same thing like that, and because and I'm like, I right, stop. You don't have to go back from the day you were born to tell me this story that happened last week. <laughs> yeah, but I was going through my acting experience, which well, that's, isn't, is very interesting. Like. I'm not making fun. Not that extensive. No, I was, I'm I'm very interested in that. In fact, I gotta tell you, you've never told me that before. So what's this? What's this all about? Well, we have to go on air to learn things about you. <laughs> Apparently, you never really ask. I don't really just say stuff. What? I like, I knew about that at school, but I didn't know about the acting part like that. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, anyway, so the gist is what? Like, uh, using your actual life experiences to translate on the screen as a tool. Mm-hmm. So, well, you are a tool, so... I am a tool. Right out of the toolbox. And the, and the toolbox has Gemma right on it. Painted, like, stencil and white, like mash. Except it says Gemma. Gemma's tools. Tool. It's Gemma's tool. You have one tool in it, me. <laughs> what does it mean to be a tool? Like, somebody just uses you? Is that what it is? No, you should just re-listen to all our podcasts and you'll understand. Oh! <laughs> I gotta fire somebody. We'll be right back. <laughs> I love our background music. You know, a lot of podcasts don't do that. I just like doing it. I think it sounds better. And I'm actually missing my soundboard uh, very much. Wow. Because it kind of breaks things up and it's kind of funny. True. So let's do another vote. Now. You just said you had to fire somebody. No, I didn't. Yes, you did, and you said we'd be right back. Yeah, well, that, they know I was joking. They know that this would not be a show without Gemma. So, if you knew he was joking, thumbs up. If you didn't know he was joking, thumbs down. Oh, that's an easy one. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Of course they knew. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm actually just shocked that they all, that, that so many people thought you were being an ass to me. Like, oh, and by the way, I had to prompt him on air to give me that answer. He didn't freely tell me that the votes were in and that <laughs> I was correct. <laughs> he totally 
thought I forgot about it and left it alone. Didn't say anything. Yeah. You should have seen his face when I asked him the question. Yeah, my face. Horrified. Yeah, horrified. It was funny. Well, I tell everybody, and the and people they don't want to listen. You know, the secret to a good, healthy relationship is saying, you know what, you're right. Because nine times out of ten, you are right. So who cares? Because it's not about being right or wrong. It's about doing the right thing, right, baby? Uh-huh. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you lost in train, you lost your thoughts. No. I'm going to play with your ear. Why? I like it. <laughs> so... Let's change the subject. Let's talk about something else. Well, well, let's talk about... We haven't talked about this in a while, and this is like the eighth episode, so let's go back to how we met. No. Please. Can we wait till the next show or something? Fine. We'll procrastinate some more. I mean, we could just... Let's just let it be what it is. I don't... It's not really like... People don't want to hear that. They already heard most of it. Don't you think? We could do another vote. No. <laughs> we don't need a vote. Well, you I'm say... I'm judge and jury right here. <laughs> Forget it. So... You know why I'm not going to joke anymore? I, I just might fire you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's fine. You know, I... I love when I, like... I'm proud of myself because I've really been working hard at acting and I truly believe I could fill any role um, but I need to work with directors who are forgiving like I want to know I know the gist if I know the gist of the story let me be the character let me do it don't have a script screener sitting there looking for every word like to but at the Okay, you know, because it's stupid. I could, I could stick with your written word and script, but if you're so anal that you have to have every word written or sound just like you wrote it, that's terrible. There's a lot of people who who acting out there. As soon as they read it, they know. Oh, I would never say that. And you are, you are kind of playing yourself, even though you're not playing yourself. You're playing the character. But you could make it your own somehow. Can we put this window up? Aha, uh -huh, thank you. All right, that's enough, you know. I can, I can never be good enough. I gotta continually perfect it, continually learn the craft whether it be method or whatever. It just scares me because I have no memory. No memory? Well, I do, but it has to be super repetitious and I have to learn that way over and over. I need that much time. That's why I get anxious. I say, you know, where's the script? I need the script. God, you know? Well, you can say it, record it, and then listen to it while you fall asleep. That's true, but I need the script. <laughs> get it anyway yeah I gotta give a call in to Corey <laughs> it's a shame I don't have another phone I'm gonna give a call in to Corey hey Corey you're live 
Nah, I won't do that to him. Uh, but I probably ask him if we could record after we're done our thing. If I'm if I have enough energy, <clears throat> this is gonna be fun, man. I'm gonna learn a lot. I'm gonna ask him so many questions. I'm gonna turn it right around and just take over. No, you're not. Hey, this is uh, Mark Marcari for Evolve with Corey Castle. And then he'll just like fucking drop kick me. <laughs> More likely he'll look at me and say, may I? And then I will say, yes, you may. And then he'll drop kick you. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, God. I'm enjoying herself. I'm proud of myself. I've, uh, you know, I've had days where, you know, it's time to record and I just don't want to do it or this and that, or I'm thinking about my boys or, you know, for one reason or another, I just have no energy. And then when I, I just say, and I just stuck with it. I just do it. That's good. And I'm usually, I mean, as soon as I hit the record button, it's just like I'm in, uh, it's like I'm in a film. I I switch on and off like that. It's insane. Um, don't smack me. I'm not. I'm trying to get your attention because I don't like to be the only one talking. We do this every single program. You're the one who's talking. I pick a subject. You don't want to talk about it. So go on. Oh, oh, this is, oh, oh. Is this what this is about? You I am not an actress. No, don't yell, please. I didn't say that. You can How? still have an opinion. I I have no... So I'm just talking about myself too much. Is that I it? have no horse in the race. You're not talking about yourself too much. We got, you got some interesting story. Before, we, before we're out of here and close this program, tell the audience what happened to us today. With the animals, damn it. Oh, oh, so my, my neighbor's goats got out. And our <laughs> driveways are about like goats a goats. mile long and so you're not a mile long yeah half mile yeah half mile i said about a mile i didn't say exactly a mile am i telling the story or are you no you are so i went up the road heading to the studio and everything with mccarrion and they were on the road and one was across the street so i went down Knocked on their door, you know, entertained their dogs. <laughs> um, the goats were still on the road, so I called another individual that I know that has their numbers, and she reached out to my neighbors for me, and my neighbor called me back and said that they would be home in 10 minutes, and that's great that we got them off the road. I don't even know why I am telling the story, because McCarrion must, must, must be heard. It's the background sound. They're goats. That's exactly what we heard when we stopped and made sure they didn't cross the road and see if we had to wait for somebody to come by to, to corral them up. It was fun to sit there and watch them. And I'm just, since I don't have my freaking soundboard, I'm making my own soundboard. Okay? They can hear you. Oh, you can't concentrate. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So she called, she said thank you for being so considerate and everything, yep. and that she'd be back in 10 minutes, and then we went on our way, because they moved 
in about 20 yards, so... I think she actually said that they do this. Well, and, they, yeah, and they go back. Yeah, they've done it a lot, like, but they haven't been this close to the road before. Like, they've been in the field by their barn right. before, and I haven't called them or anything because, like, they're safe. But they, they were literally in the ditch along the road. Oh, that's damn goats. And the one crossed the road. Totes my goats. They're getting more ballsy. <laughs> they're all used. Use, use guys. Hey, use guys. It means female. Yeah, use. Yins and use. <laughs> means female. That's good. What's the male called? Male. Oh, Ram. Ram. Oh, right. What's your dad's name? Rom. Ram Rom. Uh, oh my god. Ram Rom. <laughs> Ram, ram. So that's our story about animals today. They were so awesome. They're very beautiful goats too. I mean, their collars were were really cool. It's a all black one um, with golden horns. Um, I mean, because usually you see normally white goats with brown spots. That's about it, you know. Like that, the most of them are. But to see a black one and a darkish brown one, it, they were pretty. good it was fun but Jenna was bad <laughs> oh I'm gonna but Gemma we had fun I paused there because it's raining people I guess it's better than snowing so uh, we're gonna head on out of here. Um, that's that's the show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week for uh, episode nine. Wow! And then the next one will be ten. Will be ten. Wow. Wait, the next one is the next one gonna be in the new year? Episode ten in the new year? Nine and ten. Mm every Saturday so we have um, let's see no no, 9 10 12 will be in the new year the 12th will be in the new year alright adios people hey please um uh at least share our podcast somebody who's feeling down wants to laugh Give us a sponsorship if you'd like. That'd be great. Thank you so much. And remember, this too shall pass. Whatever you're going through, you're going to be okay. All right. We love you. Bye. Why are camels by far America's most popular cigarette? Two of the reasons are flavor and mildness. No other cigarette has camels' rich, full flavor. And no other cigarette offers this proof of mildness. In a coast-to-coast test of hundreds of people with normal throats, noted throat specialists reported not one single case of throat irritation. 
due to smoking camels. Try camels yourself. Then you'll know why Camel leads all other brands by billions of cigarettes per year. What cigarette do you smoke, Doctor? That question was asked a few years ago of 113,597 doctors. The brand name most was Camel. Recently, that question was again asked of tens of thousands of doctors across the country. Doctors in all branches of medicine. And again... The brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to these nationwide surveys, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Friends, smoke the cigarette so many doctors enjoy. Change to Camel for 30 days and see how mild, how flavorful, how enjoyable a cigarette can be. Yes, change to Camels for 30 days and you'll stay with Camels from then on. How mild, 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 Leading throat specialists examined the throats of these smokers. They made 2,470 examinations and reported not one single case of throat irritation due to smoking camels. Try camels for 30 days and see how mild, how flavorful, how enjoyable a cigarette can be. How mild, how mild, how mild can a cigarette be? Smoke camels Here's Dick Powell with a special message. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the makers of camels have sent more than 198 million gift camels to our armed forces. This week, gift camels go to hospitalized servicemen and veterans at Veterans Hospitals, Framingham, Massachusetts, and Durban, Michigan, U.S. Naval Hospital, San Diego, California, and to all hospitals operated for the U.S. Air Forces in the Far East. Now until next week, enjoy camels. I always do.